This episode of the Granddad's Basement Podcast is brought to you by Populum. What do you know about CBD and saturating your endocannabinoid system and doing it properly? Yo, my sister's friend pissed hot and claims, now this is a hearsay story, claims to have only ingested CBD. And, you know, my best guess is he got some unpure, uncertified, unthird-party tested, maybe not even made in the USA, CBD, you know, and, and put his job in jeopardy. So that's why I go to Populum. You know, if you're, whether you're using CBD for anxiety, you know, depression, chronic pain and inflammation, uh, seizures, if, if you're, you know, your kid maybe is epileptic or maybe maybe you, a grown-ass adult, are epileptic and it just, or you just use it to, to make sure you feel good to fight autoimmune diseases. Maybe you're just using it for, for, for gut health and, or, or, or a topical ointment, you know, to, you know, to make the elbow feel a little bit better. You know, I, I swear I've been, I've been using this Populum cold therapy on my back for maybe six weeks now, every day, every day, and legitimately can tell a difference in how I feel. And, uh, you know, I'm not, not trying to gas you up. Anyways, go to www.populum, P-O-P-U-L-U-M, www.populum.com. When you check out, enter code word NOMAD, and I got you with 15% off. We're going deep into the basement. Here we go. Mama. Where is Mama? Daddy. What's up, my boy? Baby. Baby bro? Yeah. Say, what's up, bro? Top bro. Oh, I'm uh, I'm real I'm real glad I can get this one out tonight. I was I was, you know, thinking all week, well, what was I what was I going to get at you know, to put out on the podcast this week. And you know, I something that I'm hoping is coming very very soon is the Vet Check Thursday podcast. And this Thursday, if you're listening to this on day of release, this Thursday we'll be at Hush Social Club on 22nd and Wilmot in Tucson. It's next to the Puppy Place. Just look it up. You'll uh, you'll be in there. It's vet owned. Uh, it's black owned. Uh, I, you know, I, I I get down. It's a nonprofit organization. They're really doing they're really doing great things uh, for the city. So so I you know I definitely want to bring some business there and hopefully uh hopefully we can make that be a spot and have the Vet Check Thursday podcast actually happen. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's where we're at least going to start the night. Anybody, you know, we'll leave word if, if you come and we're not there where we went unless you come too late and we went home. So that, that, that's what's happened with that. But, you know, all of a sudden, boom, I got presented with, with a great, you know, subject matter I want to get to, but... You know, I it's we got to go deep into the basement in order to do it. And I, I you know, I, I thought about it, and it was like, whoa, that's some real, real stuff that I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to tap into. But 
you know, let me try to get these words out and, and, and we'll see what goes down. And the reason I decided to go ahead and just go do it was because I was in my backyard and I saw a toad. And for me, that was, that said go deep. Because as of late, as of very recently, you know, I'm, I am five years off my last psilocybin mushroom experience. All right, I'm, I promise I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back in. All right, I'm gonna reel it back in. I just took a I took a a, a quick turn right there, but we're, we're we're gonna bring it back around. All right, let me go way back. 2001, I had my first psilocybin mushroom experience with uh, with one of my one of my you know we were best friends when we were little kids, and we're still we're still pretty good friends to this day. But we're not like best best friends anymore. We just ended up you know we had different paths, lived in different places, and you know ended up doing you know. Totally different things, and but we're cool to this day. I hit him up sometimes, and, and uh, but my boy Travis, and we were, you know, we were sixteen, had a nice little experience, and I'll break, I'll break, I'm gonna break these down a bit further at a at a different time, I'm trying to get to get to something else and get up out of here. But the next experience, I was at my boy, my childhood best friend, white boy Riley. Like we met in fifth grade, we started getting cool in sixth grade, and by like the end of sixth grade, that, that was that was my dude. And you know, you know, he's battling some demons right now. We'll we'll get into White Boy Riley. You know, he'll he'll be on, he'll be he'll be he'll be down in the basement. You know, soon enough, we'll, we'll get to him. But I was at his place. You know, I'm kind of fresh off active duty, going through a transitional period. You know, was you know my wife at you know at the time we were not married and we were split up for a brief moment in 2015, which is also a different story. But I had a nice little experience with him at his house. And, you know, the takeaway from that was, oh, it was it was amazing. It, it, it I feel it changed a lot of who I am as an individual and like began some rebuilding. You know, it kind of kind of had a lot to do, you know, with getting this podcast together. But since then, you know, I've been feeling I've been feeling some type of way sometimes and just in and out of stop bumping the mic in and out of just issues with depression and, and mental health. Just like, wow, what? Just feel like I'm going through the motions detached. You know, I don't want to self-diagnose, but I don't, I don't want anybody to be too concerned. It's not a serious issue where I will ever feel like I'm going to cause harm to myself or others. So let's get that straight. we got a lot of issues with our veterans. I'm one of them, and that's, you know, where what, what VetCheck is all about. That's what we do this for. But to feel, you know, kind of unplugged, untapped, I'm, I'm ready to, to plug back in. And with everything that I've been seeing recently just across the country, you know, things that I'm reading, research papers, podcasts that I'm hearing with with leaders in their field and and, and just highly experienced individuals with psychedelics. And then to even break it down to my inner circle with a lot of my inner circle having just all these just enlightening and positive experiences and some negative experiences and couple that in with just things that I've seen firsthand with with people through through changes and who they are as as individuals and Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to, to tap back in and plug back in and to see that toad told me, yo, first of all, we're, we're calling you. Come, come, you know, come fuck with us. But two, go, go deep into the basement, you know. And I was just kind of putzing off, scrolling through, scrolling through the old Facebook and saw a friend of mine, she's a single mom. And I don't, I don't know the situation with her baby daddy. You know, kids, 
six, seven, eight, nine years old. He's he's younger than ten. And he's he's now asking about you know, you know, where's my dad? He's getting like his granddad confused as his dad, and you know, and whether you know, I don't know exactly how old he is, and it just depended on on your kid's influence. You know, I'm just I'm just, re- I'm just talking as a as a dude raised by a single mom wanted to reach out to you know single moms or even dads you know raising raising young men you know but really specifically the the moms you know when when these questions come up you know it's it's just going to depend on age you just need to be ready for it because it's going to come and that depends on you know the influence of the kid you know what's what male influencers are around what are they being shown you know what are their friends lives like you know, you know, who are, who are the men that they see every day when, you know, and, but the, the question's going to come, you know, it's, you know, who's my dad or, or where's my dad? You know, what happened? They might have memories, you know, and all of a sudden that just, you know, there's just wonderment there. You know, at some point, somebody they know is going to have a dad and it's going to be a, a wild experience. They're kind of like, it, oh, dang, well, what is happening? And that's a real kind of cut the shit and get to reality moment where you have no choice but to just tell the truth. And obviously you got to, you know, soften it as much as possible. You know, you still want to protect your child as much as innocence as they possibly have and not, you know, totally just dump anything and everything on them. But, I mean, it really starts with, I think you do need to explain, you know, men and women, you know, and, and break that into mom and dad and just the differences of men and women mom and dad who they are you know it can be brief you know it's a little kid just don't assume they know what a dad you know is or is supposed to be they just see this influence on tv you know over at their friend's house and they know that they don't have that so don't assume they really know what it what a dad is you have to explain what mom is too and and if they think you know granddad is dad I mean, don't don't feel like you, okay, something was missed there. You need to explain that relationship. Like my father-in-law, he came to the crib for the first time, and my son was just kind of looking at him, and I said, hey, you know how I'm your daddy? And he just kind of looked like, yeah, I, okay, I'm your daddy. And then I pointed at my wife. That's mommy's daddy. Just like I'm your daddy, that's mommy's daddy. So grandpa, and then. It was kind of, you know, pretty much kind of backed off and went about my day and he was cool. He had a good time with Pop Pop the rest of the rest of the week. But, you know, we got to be we most definitely need to just start being honest just as a society all the way around with our children. I feel like there's a way to be honest with these kids while still preserving their innocence and who they are without hardening them. That's one thing my wife, she told me that a long time ago. She's like, you were hardened very early. And that's absolutely true. I mean, that's a great insight from her. Just like, okay, well, we need to make sure, you know, that's not something that's that's repeated in our lives. And it just starts with being honest with our kids and, and just breaking down what relationships are. And, you know, give as much backstory as needed. You know, you know, uh, you know we, had, we had a one-nighter and, and things just, things just didn't, didn't quite work out as we thought it was. We gave it a go, but, you know... And I, and I, I legitimately don't remember what what I was told, and that's not a slight. Like I, I just don't, I don't know what I, but what would have been nice 
in that situation, you know, when, when you got a young man, a young boy, who's about to start becoming a man, there's a whole lot of things that are about to start happening. Right? The voice is going to change. The balls are going to drop. Okay? The, the smells are coming. The hair is coming. All right? Just these, you know, the wet dreams and the erections are, are quite likely coming. All right? So it, it's a wild, a wild ride. And as a woman to be raising a man, I guess I, I have no idea what that was like. Looking back on it, I bet it was real difficult. All right, but as a as a child, as a, as a young boy, I mean, what would have been nice to hear, you know, I guess something, you know, mommy loves you very much, you know. I'm sorry that your dad hasn't been around, or or isn't around. If maybe he's never been around, hasn't been, you know, because even if they got a memory of him, let him know. You know, it's just. But I'm gonna do my best, you know, at this. And we're going to do it together. I hope you give me your best. I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to promise you're just going to, you know, I'm going to make you better. I'm going to make you a better man. You know, just pay, pay gratitude, you know, to your child and, and make, make a vow to them. Really? And, and then you do just that. Like, ain't no fucking around. And regardless if my mom said any variation of that, and I just, there was so much going on, and I, just, I blacked out some stuff. And I know that there were conversations that were had. To what depth, I don't know. That, that, that to me, says a whole lot. You can make it real, real quick and share hugs and cry together and whatever. But, you know, whatever. But that's, regardless of what my mom ever said to me, that's exactly what she did. You know, and I, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I'm grateful for my pop. I'm grateful for a whole lot of things. And like I've, you know, I've been saying real recently, everything, you know, everything through time, we'll see what develops through time. But for a whole, a whole host of things that I'm not even really trying to go deep or explain right at this exact moment, because we're only going to go so deep in the basement right now. But I am grateful for, for him for at the, at least bare minimum, you know, not pulling out. But all honor goes to Don Rain. Hands down, you know, for just doing her fucking best through all the hood rat shit, all my bullshit. I mean, my wife just gets shit. <laughs> she puts up with a lot of my bullshit, but damn, did my mom get just a, a lot. Just, I was, and it wasn't, it was a lot for being where we were and the circumstances we were in. And even, you know, we live and we learn. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But even at the time, I think I can go back and, like, actually look at it and be like, I could have done better. Like, not even, like, in hindsight, like, I should have done this or that better. There, I just, I could have done better. It just for, you know, for lack of trying. But, you know, I, and I might be damaged, but I'm no fool. And I just, it's all thanks. All thanks to my mom. Just all appreciate, just for always being there and just doing all that, always showing me that you love me, you know, and let let me know. Like I always had, you know, a nice, you know, a nice room, my own space. Like she knew I was becoming a man, you know. We had one of our one of our spots we lived in. We lived in trailers and apartment buildings. That's one of the reasons why. Why I love being, you know, a realtor. Like we grew up, I grew up in trailer parks and apartment buildings, and the, uh, you know, some of them were definitely. Definitely some hood shit. But some of the places we lived were very nice. And one of those places, she ended up with turned a three-bedroom into a two-bedroom, knocked down a wall. I had, like, a, a, a luxurious suite. You know, she had her wing. 
of the crib. I had my wing of the crib. But on that note, I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to get a little something out there to to throw my two cents on what you know what my friend was talking about about uh you know what do you tell what do you tell your kid you know what do you tell your as a single mom what do you tell your son you know i saw some women with some things to say and it's not quite the same like i grew up with a single mom and that's what i would have had like to heard and repeated and i know my mom she you know we had we've had conversations about stuff i've always Always seems like, as I look back on it, chalk things up to just what the fuck they are and kind of just roll. You know, with no immediate reflection, although that's what I'm trying to do as a late. You know, just, oh, immediately reflect upon things. How does that make me feel? And what are we going to do moving forward to either maintain, get better, correct, stop, whatever whatever it may be, whatever you got to do to adjust. Life's all about recalibrating adjusting who you are to come out as always on the positive side I'm gonna get up out of here everybody be cool Basement? Yeah.